When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on Modular, Bradley and Tarbin were able to stop the rampant Sowigan and their plans to destroy the small hamlet of Leylon Point. Afterwards, the two made up, and Bradley not only forgave Tarbin for his faults, but also apologized to him for Bradley's own cruelties. Okay. Um, Thorin, what do you say when you see your friend? Well, what friend is it? It depends on the friend, I guess. What do you say when you see your friend Matt? Um, I go, hey, Matt, what's going on, bud? That if you were going to just generally kind of, if you wanted to shrink that down and you were just going to present yourself to Matt and you were just said, like, you see, you see your pal, Matt, what are you going to, what are you going to say? Like, what's up? What you need? Why do you think he needs something in this scenario? <laughs> it's not about him needing anything. You're approaching him. You're going to see, you're seeing him for the first time in days, probably. What, what would you say? Just a colloquial, colloquial, I can never say that word. Colloquial, colloquial? greeting. It's like a pleasant surprise, you know? Like just a pleasant a, just, surprise. Pleasant just surprise. A, just a, yeah, you're just like, you so just like see I'm walking, him. So like, so like I'm walking on the street and yep. Matt's also walking on the street and I just happen to see this guy. He doesn't even have to be walking. He could be sitting, he could be standing. He could be smoking a cigarette. He could so be I just, drinking. So I'm not expecting to see him, but I go and I see him in public, and I. Yeah, okay. what would you say? Um. Hey, look at this fucking guy! Oh my god, what are you doing here, bud? Oh. Oh. I hate it here. I hate it here. Can I just get a? Can I just get a? <laughs> Hey, whoa, wait, Thorin, sorry, Thorin. I, you know, English isn't my first language, right? And I'm struggling with a few, a few pronunciations. Okay, you know that I grew up, I grew up uh, in, in the uh, Swiss Alps, speaking a, a rare dialect of German. That's very unpleasant on the ears. But uh, I'm struggling with some English pronunciations. Okay, can you just okay. remind me how do you pronounce H E L L O? Can you just remind me how to pronounce that? Can you spell that one more time? H-E-L-L-O. 
Do you know how to pronounce it or not? <laughs> is, Eng is English his first language? My English is struggling. This isn't funny. You're making fun of an immigrant. Every time you laugh at this. <laughs> Every time I laugh, an immigrant loses their wings. Exactly. Oh, so okay. how do you pronounce um, it? I, I think you pronounce that hello. And welcome. My name is Luke Job. My name is Holly Lyons. My name is Thorin George. And this is Modular. The podcast where we take you through the modules written by Wizards of the Coast for the fifth edition of Dungeons and Dragons. That's right, Holly. These are the pre-written stories made by the folks who made up D&D. &D. We didn't write them, but we're here to run them for you. And why would we do that? Well, Holly, maybe you're a DM who's already... Uh, who is thinking about running a particular campaign, and you want to get a feel for how it plays out. Maybe you're a player who's already been in this particular campaign, and you want to reminisce on the good old days. Maybe you're going to hear a scene in today's episode that is not actually in the book that we're running, Sleeping Dragon's Wake. But it is a fun little scene to toss in there, because later down the road, in the world that Bradley Copper lives in, the events of Baldur's Gate Descent into Avernus and Baldur's Gate 3, the video game, are going to take place. And I thought, you know what? There's a death god in this campaign that features heavily in those things, and I really want to just leave some little breadcrumbs as we're creating an expanded universe. But y'all should be warned. Each of our episodes will take on part of these pre-written adventures. That means there are major spoilers for the key plot points of each story we are running and right now we are running sleeping dragons wake so if you don't want spoilers you should leave now and there's another warning we should offer them that's right thorn modular is not a podcast for children it contains explicit language as well as adult themes like sex alcohol drug use violence and me not thinking of a clever thing to say afterwards so please be aware of these not so kid-friendly themes mm, you hate to see it but now, without further ado, welcome to Modular. And our session 11 of Sleeping Dragon's Wake. It's a modular pod, it's a modular pod, little d and for you and me, oh yeah. I have a question to sync us up. Thorin, if you could choose how you die and pick a funny fashion, how would you die? That is such little time to give me to answer this question. Nothing you, immediately came to mind. That's okay. That's okay because if now... If I could choose how to die, I would simply choose not to. All right. Interesting. Interesting. So you'll just one day cease to exist because... Yeah. You're still going to die just because you didn't choose it. All right, Holly, what do you think? How are you going to die? In my sleep in a clown costume. Mm, nice. There's like a, a night reason? out. Actually, do you need a reason why? All right, that's a, that, yeah, that was my hypothesis. It's a night out. You went to a clown party, and then you just you were so drunk you fell asleep in your clown makeup, and then you died that night, and everyone was like, well, this is ironic. No, see, what actually happened was – when I was a wee little girl, I went to the <laughs> I went to the circus, and there was a fortune teller, and she told me, one day you're going to die, but you're going to die a clown. 
And I said, hmm, okay, do you know when? And she said, yes. And so she gave me an exact date. So my entire life, I prepare for this moment that I know I'm going to die. Build up my life. I make this extensive, beautiful family. They all love me, think I have no secrets. But the entire time, I have this weighing on my brain that I know I'm going to die, and I'm going to die a clown. So <laughs> build up my entire life. I get old and elderly, crickety. I buy a clown costume. I leave it as a constant reminder of the, the grim, the, the, the grim <laughs> destiny that is awaiting me. And um, I get a divorce. So, you know, that, that's one thing. My husband leaves me. He says, the clown costume has to go, Holly. It's been here for most of our marriage. It's me or the clown costume. I pick the clown costume. He leaves. Then the day comes, and I know it's coming. I dress up as the clown, and then I lay down, and I die. Leaving more questions than answers, really and truly. Just, just ready. Just, there's no, there's a bunch of plot holes for no particular reason. It just kind of happens. For some reason, the clown costume called to me, and the fortune teller lady knew it. So, um, that's the dramatic backstory of how I would die in a clown costume. That's kind of like a self fulfilling prophecy. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, I changed my answer. Can I change my answer? Yeah, change your answer. What's your answer? Uh, my answer would be that I, the bit is that I'm going to be the first person, I would choose to be the first person to live to 200 years old. And then I'm going to be, and I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be healthy and I'm going to be nice and healthy. And then I'm, they're going to give me, interview me. It's going to be a live television interview. And they're going to say, Thorin, you were alive and you were healthy. You look great for 200 years old. What's your secret? And as soon as I open my mouth, I'm going to die. Hmm. Oh, wow. I have I had a similar one. I had a similar one in that it's just such a, 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 a you know a sudden thing. So you know, I'm everyone knows that um, I'm a really big fan of uh, our forty third president, I believe uh, George Bush. Uh, I'm I'm a huge fan of George Bush, and I think he's the forty third. And I don't know. I, I, I finally get a chance to meet him. I've been waiting for forever and I finally get a chance and I go up to him and I say, Mr. Bush, you know, I'm so happy to meet you. President apologies. Shouldn't have said, Mr. That was awkward. And I, I'm going to shake his hand. And, um, I mean, you guys know, I love, I love to cook. I'm a culinary fiend. I'm, I'm always in the kitchen wrist twisting like a stir fry. And I had a little extra pepper on my hands that I forgot about. And I go to shake his hand and he breathes in some of the pepper he goes to sneeze, and as he sneezes, that's right when the sniper took the shot. His head jerks forward from a sneeze, and the sniper's bullet, meant for number 43, takes me out instead. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, I love it. Um, Bradley, it's, it's been only a day since you've been back in Leylon. Torben, uh, and you celebrated a little bit drinking together, but it, it was very short lived. Uh, he told you that he's got to get up early for the next day and apply to this job to be the postmaster and take over Scylla's rather small, but large shoes. Um, you wake up and you remember that there were two job postings on the job board and you've decided to follow the Eniarv's Tower quest, that a band of brigands calling themselves the Chimera Crew has been attacking merchants on the road, stealing supplies that 
the town desperately needs to rebuild. The merchants claim that the bandits operate out of Eniarv's tower and the Mirror of Dead Men. Kill the bandits or drive them from the area, then return to the town council to collect a reward of a thousand gold. So, real quick, make me a history check on the name Eniarv's tower. I got a 17. Yeah, you remember uh, way back when, maybe a uh, 10 day, maybe a little more than ago, you were drinking in the bar, and you remember old Scraggly talking about uh, the mirror of dead men, and uh, th the mirror that surrounds Leylon, and, and he told you, you know, Bradley, the way that thing came about was there was this old wizard about 800 years ago, maybe 900 even, and he had all these enemies in the woods, and they were stalking him, and they were skulking him, and they was lurking him, and they was sneaking him, and he decided, you know what, fuck this, and he summoned the ocean up onto the shore, and he washed them all away, and what remained were a bunch of corpses and swampland, and so was born the Mirror of Dead Men. And Eniarv's tower is this old wizard's tower that remains from the once fabled Eniarv, who, you know, is long dead. But that's your... Is this, is this true history or is that just a tale? No, that's true history. Scraggly wow. don't, don't, don't be telling no tales. <laughs> so that's your job. That's what you're, uh, you've okay. been assigned to do. Do you want to spend any of your hard-earned gold on anything before you head out? Um, I think I'm okay for right now. All right. You pack your pack. You're heading out of Leylon. A uh, few people waving by to you. You see uh, Marigold uh, rushes over and just gives you a quick wave. Good luck, Master Copper Eye believe that Lathander's light shall continue to shine on you. And you look up, it's a winter day. It's gray skies. There's no light on you. Thank you, Marigold. I'll uh, be sure to feel his warmth out in the cold he, <laughs> marshes. He kind of gives you a little finger guns and in Draconic, which you are now fluent in, uh, since the last time we, we knew about you working on Dracon Draconic was uh, over a month ago. In Draconic, he just says, Keep it, keep it cool. <laughs> <laughs> How would that sound to non-Draconic speakers? <laughs> you leave Leylon with this blessing upon you of keep it cool, but also stay in the warmth a little bit. Uh, mixed message there, Marigold. But <laughs> as you're heading off, you see off to the side uh, of the road where the woods just kind of wrap around Leylon. There is an old woman sitting by a tree, and she has what looks to be like a bandana covering her eyes, wrapped around her head, and she's most likely blind, and she just has her hand out, uh, and she looks to be a beggar, but she's not inside the protection of the walls. And she says, Spare a copper for an old lady? Sure. I've got some gold to spare. I'm going to take out a little tiny pouch uh, and fill it with 50 gold and plop it in her hands. 
you she hears these these golds starting to fill up this little pouch and as you walk over to her and begin to plop it into her hand her hand with the palm face up turns lightning quick grabs your wrists and turns it so that your palm is up and she says let me tell you just a little tale and she smacks your palm uh with her other hand and there was uh, very clearly some mud in her hand. And you see the form of a triangle form in your palm. It's the point, uh, the top point of the triangle, it's equilateral triangle, is hitting right at the base of your middle finger. And you see this triangle, and then you see some mud kind of magically swirl in the triangle. And you see the faint outline of a skull. And she says, this is what you seek. This is who you're facing. Go ahead and make me a religion check, Bradley. I rolled a natural one. I'm facing the mud. I don't think that's who I'm looking for, ma'am. I'm going to be honest with you. She says, not the mud. Merkel, the necromancer, god of death. You know him, don't you? I've heard of him, yes. He would have taken those people in the Wayside Inn. He would have had his vampire spawn rip your throat out on Idle Island, would he not have? I'm assuming. I didn't know vampires were spawned from Merkel, but that's interesting to know. He's the god of death, boy. The undead are his servants. Okay. You seek one called Ularan Mortis, no? I do. You must stop him. What will happen if I don't? <laughs> Your precious Leylan will sink into the sea. Everyone in it will perish. And the Sword Coast, hmm, in danger. But, if you do stop him, Merkel will seek a new Chosen, stronger. And she swirls the mud, and she says, an uneasy alliance. And you see that the skull in the, the middle of the triangle becomes much more vivid and the triangle turns upside down and then she pulls your other palm onto it and sm smacks it into the, the already created image. And now you see there's an upside down triangle with a skull in the middle and it's all embedded in a handprint. Make me two religion checks. I did really shitty on my last one, so I hope I do really good on these. Okay, so a 10 and a 22. You see uh, that you recognize initially one of these uh, symbols. The hand that she created, that's the symbol of Bane, the tyrant. He's the lord of 
um sorry i'm blanking on the word uh tyranny <laughs> um tell and... me about bane why does he wear the mask um and with a 22 you've heard whispers of uh, just on the road, people coming through. Some someone you were in Neverwinter, someone you were in Phandalin, someone you were in Leylon. Of an uneasy alliance of the Dead Three, and you know that the Dead Three kind of all go hand in hand. Bane, Ball, and Merkel, the assassin, the tyrant, and the necromancer, are the lords of murder death and tyranny and she says Merkel's only going to set his sights on something bigger if you stop him here but it's not like you can't just not stop him such is the way of fate young master copper some things are certain to happen, regardless of what we do to stop them. She shakes the coin pouch that you gave her, and she says, This is a good gift. Here, I'll give you one in return. And um, she pokes you in the palm. All of the mud seeps into your hand, and you have Death Ward cast on you. First time... Before a long rest, that you are dropped to zero HP, you'll be dropped to one instead. Okay. Do I feel the mud inside my hand? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. She uh, she gets up, you kind of give her a hand. She grabs her little cane and she says, uh, Anyway, I'm, I'm headed southwards. <laughs> but uh, anyway. looks like you're headed... Deeper into the wood. Yes, ma'am. I am. I would say be safe on your travels, but I have a feeling people need to be safe from you. You're right. <laughs> Goodbye, Skipper. And she just starts slowly walking off. Okay. Um... I guess I'm just going to keep going into the woods. <laughs> you continue onwards. You know that you have a, I believe, 20-mile walk ahead of you. A lot of that is spent in silence. You think some about Scylla and Torben. You think about Locke. You think about all of his adventures and the famed uh, Annie Oakleaf and Voltoroy Shans. You think about Elsa and how she has now completely turned you away. You remember your brother crying, telling you that you need to quit this life of adventuring. And yet here you are walking in the dark, spooky woods all by yourself. But you hear a friendly voice that you recognize, not speaking common, but... Speaking Draconic, Holly, how does Hison the Lizard Folk uh, address his old pal Bradley as he sees him walking in the woods? Bradley. Bradley Copper? 
Is that you? Luke, can you remember, can you remind me how I know Hisan? Hisan was the lizard folk lieutenant who you battled uh, rot trolls with against, or battled rot trolls against with. Um, and I'm blanking on the original lizard folk's name, but the lizard folk all the way back from uh, Horde. Horde of the Dragon Queen. Uh, he died, and Hassan, in his bravery, was elected the chieftain of his tribe. And you brokered okay. uh, an uneasy alliance between the Lizard Folk tribe and Leilan. There's been some trading, um, but as the winters grow colder, Lizard Folk often uh, hibernate. So. Makes sense. And, um, Holly, you know that the reason Hassan is out here is because the undead activity is just ever rampant and there aren't many fighting uh folks in your tribe you need to investigate what the fuck's going on with all this undead movement bradley bradley copper is that you have you he's son it surprised to see you here uh, genuinely it's isn't it too cold for you to be moving around right now uh, yes but when when duty calls and I'm not. Well, what's your duty? And, and, and I don't mean a, a number two. I mean that there's been some undead activity in in, in this this area, and I have to be brave and, and go out here and look and investigate. Of course, you are the chieftain now. Yes. Yes. Say it. Say it again. Don't know that it done. <laughs> stroke, stroke, stroke my ego. <laughs> you are the chieftain now. Damn Bradley, this is the first full-fledged conversation other than uh, with Marigold that you've had in Draconic, and you can tell that Hisan does understand you. Hell yeah. I feel good about that. I, I see you're confident in, in your newfound tongue. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've been practicing a lot with the... Um... With the priest back uh, in Leilon, Marigold, he's a dragonborn. Uh, so he speaks Draconic and got some good lessons in with him. Um, anyway, so are, are you? Wh wh which way are you heading? I'm heading this way. I have to go to a tower and kill some brigands. Um, but if I should be keeping watch of undead, well, then I would love... A heads up. Well, I would most definitely be be aware of, of the undead in this area. Um, it's okay. it's it's been a bit of a problem, obviously. Um, enough so much that it's cold outside, and I'm having to deal with this. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's he saw most definitely. He saw him make me a survival check. I don't think that's right. So it's a thirteen plus seven. I don't. I don't. Didn't roll with advantage. Hold on. Where would that plus seven? What, what makes from? you think you rolled with advantage? Because I I had hit the side of my trackpad. Like oh. The, the it right uh, it doesn't show that it was with advantage. It shows. Okay, so it was a twenty. Thir thirteen plus seven is a twenty. Yeah. Okay. So. Hison, you have a rough uh, map of the Mirror of Dead Men in your mind, and you've been scouting different areas looking for essentially a source 
of these dead. You have been steering clear of a tower. You don't know the name of the tower. There's only really one tower in this area. The reason why you were steering clear of it is because you saw a chimera there before, which is a rather large monster um, that you figured would not coexist with undead. But it's possible that the the dragon, lion, goat-headed creature could somehow be related to the undead. And, you you know, it's like, fuck it. Why not try that that area out and see if, if this could be the source of the undead? Bradley, I, I don't know why, but this is just not coming to my brain. But, um, you know, I, I've seen some, some sketchy shit in the area. And by that, I mean there's a chimera, there's undead activity, there's just a lot of bad stuff going on. And you just said that you're headed to a tower that I think might be the source of a lot of... You know, both of our problems here. Okay, do you want to join me then? Be great to have backup. Excellent. I would love to. All right, Hisan. Let's go onward, then. Before we the... start walking, can I can I yeah. come up around Bradley and just give him like a like a like a gen- not gentlemanly pat, but like a. Mm. That 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 firm, there, boy. Firm smack on the back. Yes. Yeah, it knocks the wind out of Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> Bradley, you uh, have now traveled with a, a good amount of companions. Hisan's definitely the biggest. He's probably like six foot six. I mean, you you fought alongside him before, but you can see he wears no armor. He carries no real weapons. There's a sling on his hip. Um, but as the two of you walk, you hear a little bit about Hisan and just his, um, his relationship with both nature, but also his own, um, inner peace in his using his body as a tool to protect those close to him. And you have, uh, kind of sussed out Hisan for all intents and purposes, for you, Thorin, is a monk. Okay. So this this is a real power fantasy for Holly. Being a oh, giant yeah. lizard giant lizard man yeah. who punches stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A Holly Zen. watched The Amazing Spider-Man featuring, an, an, featuring Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone, and she said, you know what? I want to be the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's for me (laughs) the two of you walk catching up together um peace on you tell bradley a little bit about how uh, now that you're chieftain you know you've you've got to find a mate not not many of the uh lady lizard folk in the tribe are really uh biting right now but you got to start making some offspring soon Bradley, you've got lots of tips about love for Hisan being a bard. <laughs> Not that you have ever really had much luck, but you've had some luck. Um, and so, my two... first question is: Does the lady have to be a lizard folk? Oh God! Well, that's a really good question, Bradley. Let me think about it for just a moment. One moment. A lizard folk could also... Nope. 
They can only mate with themselves. It has to be like a lizard dragons. Folk. Uh, everybody can bang dragons. Everybody can bang dragons, but uh, a lizard folk wouldn't be born. Mm. I mean, it'd if, be a half dragon lizard folk. That's true. Because if you bang, if you bang, because dragonborns are not half dragon. Yeah. They're a, they're they're a race specific, of people. Like, exactly. But yeah. if, yeah, if, yeah, you could have a half, a half dragon folk, lizard folk. If you fuck a dragon, so that uh, he saw it. Sounds like Bradley wants you to fuck a dragon. <laughs> as much as I appreciate, you know what you're trying to do here, Bradley. I, my, I, I just feel like I'd be way more comfortable with, with um, someone, someone of my own, someone, someone that just really gets what I'm about. But it, it's really hard being cheap. A little closed-minded of you, friend, but that's okay. Well, yeah, I understand. You know. <laughs> Bradley, <laughs> Bradley, do you tell Hisan about Stanzantar? And your, yeah, your, sure. Your, uh, yeah. I guess, cross cross species uh, mingling. Well, so wouldn't like wouldn't human and elf, or human and dwarf, or human and halfling considered be considered cross species too? Yeah, but. I mean, so yeah, you, you're, cross you're species half elf. Really... You're half elf, and you've had sex with one human and one tabaxi. Your more exciting <laughs> story would be having had sex with a tabaxi. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I mean, that's what I, that's what I bring up in the in the conversation towards. Well, you know, there's no no shame in dating people of other races. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna move on from this. Uh, we have to. You, we have to. <laughs> you two have traversed. I write a thesis. <laughs> you you two have traversed about ten miles together now, Bradley. You picked up Pisana on about mile ten of your journey. Now you notice that groans are filling the air as moaning humanoid figures covered in dried bird droppings sprint toward you on the road. Real quick, Bradley, make me a history check. Yeah. History. I rolled a 19. You remember that the last time you saw zombies covered in bird shit was outside of the Death Dreadnought when you were approaching with Scylla. There were lots of zombies covered in bird shit staked around the ship. As these beings near, their grayish rotting flesh becomes apparent. A pair of red-faced women and heavy armor run behind the undead. One of them cries out, Stop those zombies! I need both of you to roll me initiative. Uh, 11. Question, how do I roll initiative again? It it's uh, right next to your armor class. It's to the left of your armor class. Do you see that? Yes, I just rolled a 18 plus 4, so that's a 22. Holy, oh, holy, holy gu gu guacamole. Hisan, don't play. All right. Hisan, your max HP is 66, is that right? Mm-hmm. It is your turn. You see that there are two women dressed in splint mail, 
about 45 feet back from you chasing two zombies which are about 20 feet ahead of them uh, the zombies are charging you and let's just put it this way these zombies do not look like walking dead zombies they do not look like dawn of the dead zombies even which run they look like evil dead intelligent zombies that are probably likely not very nice what would you like to do um how many zombies are there running at me two looks like one is coming for you one is coming from bradley all right let's get that first zombie that's coming for me i'm gonna use my sling all wait, right wait, go actually, ahead what's the... oh never mind go ahead you yeah, yeah, you have a range with your sling. You just pick up some rocks. You can roll me two sling attacks. Okay, I got a 16. That hits. Okay, do you want me to roll damage or just the, the, the hit on the second one first? You can do both hits first, yeah. Okay. Okay, I got a 16 and an 18. And damage. Damage. Damage for that first one is seven, and for that second one, I got an eight. Nice. Yeah, two rocks kind of clock this, this zombie in his head, and he yells out, Fuck you, lizard fuck, as he's running towards <laughs> you. From behind them, you see crossbow bolts are flying through the air. Um, that is from four total crossbow bolts you see three hits uh two hitting the one rushing you bradley and one hitting the one rushing you Hassan. and they're still closing distance as the zombies close distance on y'all bradley it is your turn what is your max hp 77 Nice. That's after um, being level 11 now? Yep. Nice. Love to see it. Um, I'm going to run up to the zombie coming close to me, and I have, I'm have i going to have my lyre in hand, and I'm going to be playing like a little chord, like... And as soon as I go... Like, as soon as I get in front of him, I need him to roll me a constitution as I am casting Thunderclap. Thunderclap? Yeah. Whoa, not Thunder Wave. No. That is a 13. 13, that is a fail, so this uh, Zomboni is going to take 10 points of Thunder damage. Alright, as you hit him with that Thunder, he says, You, you suck dick, uh, Slash, from Guns N' Roses. <laughs> Uh, it's now the bad guys' turns, the zombies. Because you moved up to confront them, they are both going to uh, fuck with you because he saw on his back uh, a ways. Bradley, you're getting four attacks coming at you. Okay. Uh, two of which hit. Okay. And you take... Uh, 15 points of bludgeoning damage... Okay. Plus four points of necrotic damage. That great. 19 total. That's fine. As their claws are scraping into you, you just feel this 
undying hatred. And you see emblazoned, emblazoned in both of their skulls is the symbol of Merkel. Interesting. Ooh. And one of them says, you have a pretty face. Mind if I tear it the fuck off and fuck it with my dick? <laughs> <laughs> he saw it as your turn. Bradley is being swarmed up top. Oh my god, that's fucking funny. <laughs> okay, I want to um, go up to where both of these zombies are confronting Bradley. And I want to say, Nobody talks to my friend like that. And I'm going to use bite on, because I have right. to pick one. So I'll go, I'll go to the one that's like, I guess, to the left. Okay, cool. No, that's actually good. That's a, that's a good move. Cause bite is a dark type move and these zombies are ghost types. And so it's going <laughs> to be super effective up. damage. Shut the fuck. Up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. What'd you um, roll to hit? Tw- 27. 27 is a hit, roll damage, and you gain two temporary HP because you use your bite. Okay. Uh, nine. Nine damage. damage. You rip into this thing. Uh, you Because that's an unarmed strike, you can make two more, and if you use Flurry of Blows, you which is a key point, you can make three more. Ooh. I want to do that. I want to do Flurry, flurry of Blows. All right, go ahead and make me three unarmed strikes. All right. One. Two. It's 26. 14. Hits. Misses. And then a 26 again. The two 26s will hit. Okay, so then two damage. 2d6 plus eight. See what you get. Um, Kill them. Got eight. And then a 10. And then you said plus eight, so that would be 26? 26 damage. You, uh, Bradley, see, Hisan, in an instant, is next to you. Bites into this thing's shoulder and then starts, like, gutting it with his claws. Just ripping into it. And he says, uh, oh, fuck, buy a, buy a guy a drink next time you, you want to get in his guts. <laughs> Uh, these veterans run up they are all kind of surrounding the other one and they are making attacks now with their long swords that's a natural 20 that's also a hit on the other guy that's also a hit that's also a hit so Bradley you see very quickly uh, this other greater zombie gets four slashes into him takes 24 points of damage um and oh i forgot to roll crit damage so he takes an extra two points of damage from the second die roll and um as he's being stabbed by these two veterans two things one the zombie uh looks behind him and says fuck you you fucking u-haul lesbians i hope you both die and um bradley what's your passive perception uh, 20, I believe. Is it 20? Yeah, it is 20. You see emblazoned on both of these women's <laughs> uh, splint mail is an emblem of a chimera. Okay. That is their turns. It is now your turn. The six of you are all kind of just in this clump. 
Um, I. God damn it! God fucking. Damn what it. Did, what did you do? I. God, I got rid of my message cantrip, um, which would be perfect right now because I could secretly talk to Hisan. Uh, instead, I replaced it with mending because I was like, mm, mending would be more useful for me. Things break for me all the time. But no, of course, the one goddamn time. God damn it. Okay, well, anyway, uh, I'm going to pull out fucking wave cutter and I'm going to try and cut one of these goddamn zombies. All right, go for it. And I roll a fucking natural one, of course. Yeah, you feel a zombie poke you in the eye you take one point of damage and he says he says you fucking suck bitch boy ugly ass come kiss me <laughs> one point of damage uh one of these zombies is going to attack one of these hey one i still have shit to do i, I oh, what, are you, bonus what, are you, action. what are you gonna do what are you gonna do you don't know what i'm gonna do don't well, just skip me well tell me then I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. Oh Are you yeah, gonna kiss him? Well, my friend here is gonna kiss you real hard on the mouth, and that's gonna be me giving Hisan Bardic inspiration. All right, sick. Hisan, you can add a D10 to any roll you need. Uh, extra bump for. And you remember, you you know that a, a 14 did not hit last time, so that should just mm -hmm. clue you in a little bit about their AC. You see the one, the homophobic zombie turns around and starts scraping skin off of one of this uh, one of this lady's faces, and he says, "Come here, you fucking bitch." And the other zombie is going to try and slam Hisan. That is a 24 to hit. That is another 24 to hit. And Hisan, you take 15 plus 12 is 27. You take 27 points of damage. And um, uh, this zombie says, I'm going to fucking eat your face, Kermit the Frog. And he just he's <laughs> biting into you. And you feel this oh. necrotic energy begin to flow into you. That oh is their God. turns. It is Hisan's turn. Just to double check, do I still have that that two temporary HP? You lost that now. So you you Whoa. really only, you took you had the two. So you took twenty seven. No, cool. What you really took was twenty five. Okay. So you sh you should uh, be if um you should be at forty one HP. Oopsies. Yeah. That. Real quick. All right. Okie dokie. All right. So give me a lay of the land real quick. What's the what's the current layout? You have uh, so you and Bradley are right next to each other. There gotcha. is a zombie at eat kind of at your left and then at your face. So the one on your left has no way of attacking Bradley. The one in front of you could easily reach over and attack him. But then there are two. Uh, human women in splint mail behind the guy in front of you. Okay. All right. So that was the lay of the land. Um, gotcha. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Okay. So the zombie that's in my face, um, uh -huh. I'm going to use on, I'm going to use unarmed strike on, okay. um, on this guy. 
Alright, you make two you make three attacks if you want to use your bonus action, two attacks if you don't want to use your bonus action, and four attacks if you want to spend another key point. We're gonna do three for that bonus. Right. I got a nineteen. Hits. I got a fifteen. Hits. Oh, and I got a twelve. You have a bardic inspiration. Let's use it. Let's you can roll, roll a d10. d10 and add that to your roll. Fuck yeah, let's put that on there, bad boy. And eight, so that makes it a twenty. Nice. That's three hits. Go ahead and roll three damages. Crispy. Okay, I got a five, I got a five, and a five. Three fives? Three fives. Fifteen, baby. Fifteen damage as you claw into this zombie that's focused on you. He says, uh, in incredible Hulk-looking-ass motherfucker. And uh, you're just scratching him. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> It's uh, these lasses' turns. We've got two hits total, amounting uh, to the other one, a total, a whopping 15. Uh, they stab into him, and he says, he turns around, the one that stabs him real good, he says, fuck, fuck you, Cara Delvine, me. Fuck you, Cara Delvine. Fuck you, Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> Brad, yeah, I don't, your think turn. I don't think I got the first uh, reference there. Sorry. <laughs> Eyebrows. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right, Bradley, what you going to do? Um, What am I going to do? Damn, what am I going to do? I'm... Hmm. I'm gonna say you're a rotting pile of shit covered in bird droppings and you think you're gonna talk bad to us? Get the fuck out of here, you ugly motherfucker. And he needs to make one of these... The one that's attacking me needs to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Alright. That is... A seven. He fails. Uh, and takes seven points of psychic damage. Um, and has disadvantage on the next attack roll it makes. Alright. And as a... Yeah, that's it. That's all I'm doing. Okay. Uh, the one... That was the one attacking... Me. Who? All right, all right. So me and cool. Hassan. Okay. Well, the, no one's really attacking you, but I, I know which one you're talking about. Okay. Um, that one, Hassan, is going to roll with disadvantage to hit you. Mm -hmm. And uh, I rolled two 12s plus seven is a 19 regardless. <laughs> but then the second one is a miss with a 14. Um, Hassan, you take... Another 12 points of damage total as this guy's clawing you in your face and he says, fucking dinosaur bitch. Fuck. Suck my nuts, dinosaur bitch. Suck my nuts. 
Suck them. Jesus, how much health do these goddamn zombies have? These are these greater zombies. Are, these insults are really hurtful. Not just physically, but emotionally. Uh, and hey, then the, so the... Here's, a, here's a question that I have. Are Is Hisan speaking in Draconic right now? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. So uh, those two, zo- the other, the other zombie does not land any hits on the lasses. It is your turn again, Hisan. The one you are fighting is on Death's Door. Oh, this motherfucker's got to die. Um, knock, knock, knocking on Death's Door. We're gonna bite him. Just fucking. Yeah. All right. All right. That's a fourteen. Fourteen is a miss, unfortunately. Fuck. It's cool. It's great. I don't get a bonus action on that, do I? You still get to. You still get that. Uh, bite is an unarmed strike, so it's still. Yeah, you still get two more attacks. Oh fuck yeah! Okay, cool. So that's a sixteen. Hits. And then a seventeen. Hits, obviously. If sixteen hits, seventeen hits. Perfect. I got a five and an eight. Thirteen total. This guy is so close to dead. Gah. But he's not. Yeah. The ladies back here are going to skewer. And they... Let's see... Alright, so they do drop this guy to zero, but greater zombies have undead fortitude. If damage reduces them to zero, it must make a con save. Um, I'm gonna... Can I... I'm going to say, you're not coming back, you bitch! And that's gonna be a uh, cutting words, and I'm gonna take off whatever this roll is from his constitution save. Uh, Seven. Okay, one moment. Math, math, math. Five plus the damage taken is 16. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He was going to survive. And uh, he he looks at them and says, Fuck you, Megan Rapino. Fuck you, Sue Bird. And then you say this. And he turns to you and he says, Fuck you, Ray Romano. And he dies. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that is... Deborah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what the fuck is happening in this fight. Uh, that's their turns. It's now your turn, Bradley. There's one zombie left on Death's Door, right next to Hisan. Can I mm, on Death's Door? Okay. Um, then I need it to make me a Constitution saving throw, please. As I'm gonna bang my sword and lyre together uh, to try and thunderclap this bitch. All right. That is an eight. Okay, it fails. Um, and it is taking ten points of thunder damage. All right, so it needs to beat a 15 con save. And you... I'm going to say, ah, 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 not you either, and cutting words his ass too. All right. Roll. Uh, and he ta- he also loses seven. Okay, 17 is knocked down to a seven. He needed to roll below a 15 to die. He, or, or you know, yeah. 
He so, yeah, you okay. hit you hit him with that. He looks at you and he says, "Fucking Ronald McDonald butthole liquor," and he falls on the ground dead. <laughs> um, you take a brief glance at everything that happened, and Hisan, uh, make me a perception check. Got a nineteen. You hear one of the women whisper to the other, we can't have anybody know about the zombies. Would I not have noticed that too with my 20? Um, uh, you're still in initiative order. And so I'm, oh, okay. I'm giving this to his son because he's at the top of the initiative. Um, you were distracted just having killed a zombie. Okay, so, so so I've heard these these women are about to turn on you and try and kill you. <gasps> oh my god, bitches! The zombies were right. <laughs> 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 okay, all right. So um, they're about to turn. Mm. Ah. Mm. What will you do now? I don't know. Watch Thorn. Bradley has a plan. Watch Thorn have a stroke. I don't know. <laughs> um, Bradley, you have a plan, but we can't. We can't. That we can't talk about. You're that. in. You're an initiative. Yeah. You. So I, I will give you ten free words of speech to Bradley, but he can't reply until it's his turn. Time to count on her fingers. Don't judge me. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> okay. Bradley, these bitches are turning. Get ready to square up. Nice. You say that in Draconic, they don't speak that. What would you like to do? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna square up first. One of them is slightly injured. The other one looks like she's taken some hits before the zombies rushed you. All right, well and I'm gonna. She also took a hit during the fight, so. Okay, I'm gonna turn on my heel, kinda, and get the bitch that's kind of injured. Um, and okay, I'm gonna go for it. I'm I'm gonna unarm strike her. Try to use them claws. All right. Um, so I've got a twenty-one. Hit. A, a 15. Miss. Um, and a 19. Hit. Okay, so that's two that are going to hit. I got a 10 and a 5. 15. All right. Yeah, you rake some claws across her face. Blood spews on your arm. Uh, and sh she just cries out, Fuck, they knew. Um, her friend is going to lunge at Bradley. Mm. This is two attacks coming your way, Bradley. Um, I'm going to, God, use my last bardic to cutting words. I'm going to be like, hey, whoa, 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 I don't know what you're going on for. Um, to try and, like, I guess, distract her. And she has oh. to take a eight from one of these rolls. That is only one hit instead of two. 
she deals you 12 points of slashing damage as this sword comes okay. up and catches you on your arm. And the other lady's swinging at Hisan. That is one hit and another. And Hisan, you take 16 points of damage from those two slashes. Damn, these bitches got hands. All right, Bradley, it's your turn. Hisan is at 13 HP, from what I can tell. Okay, so I need the two women to make me wisdom saving throws as I'm going to cast Mass Suggestion on the two of them. Um, and But I'm going to try and do it in a way that's like just me talking. I'm going to be like, hey, look, calm down here. There's no need to butt heads. All right. Did they get advantage because you're actively fighting them? Um, each target must a wisdom. Each target must make a wisdom saving throw on a failed save. Pursues the course of the suggested. If the suggested activity can be completed, um, no, no it doesn't they don't. say. They both failed. No, they don't. What are you? So what are you saying to them? I'm saying, hey, calm down. We're not trying to fight. Um, let's just talk. Okay. They both fail, and this, let's see, they'll repeat their saving throw on their turn, or, how does this work? This is different from regular. Um, each target must make a wisdom saving throw on a failed save and pursues the course of action you describe to the best of its ability. The suggested course of action can continue for the entire duration. If the suggested activity can be completed in a shorter time, the spell ends when the subject finishes what it was asked to do. It lasts 24 hours, and my suggestion was to talk. So Okay. All right, yeah, you're out of combat. The two of them look stunned, um, and one of them says, uh, Who are you? What are you doing here? Um, my name is... Jeff John Rees, uh, this is my uh, companion here. He is a lizard folk. Uh, his tribe captured me when I was a lad. Uh, don't worry about it. I'm very happy living with them. Um, I'm sort of a translator. Um, as you know, the Mirror of Dead Men is where a lot of lizard folk tribes live. And my friend here uh, and I have noticed there have been a lot of undead going around. Um, and so we were just walking, trying to take out as many undead as we could to, to keep our tribe safe. Roll me a deception check. Okay. I've got plus 12, so God, that's a natural 20. All right. They both look at you and they say, one of them says, um, all right, well, stop, stop it with the killing of the lizard folk, all right? I mean, of the undead. Our boss wants those undead alive. These two just got out. We was trying to wrangle them back, but, you know, they're dead now. That's okay, but greater zombies take longer to cook up, you know, so just try not to... We're going to be on our way then. You don't even need to worry about where we're going. Um, Actually, if you wouldn't mind, it's been a couple of days since we last saw our tribe. We're running low on supplies. Do you mind if we stay with you for at least one night and I promise we'll be out of your hair after that she squints you normally wouldn't need to make another deception check but because you rolled a nat 20 I'm giving you this one for free 
And the other one says, um, she says, uh, I guess, I don't, I don't know. What do you, what do you say, Neri? You think we can do that? And, um, Neri looks to Alavine and says, all right, yeah, come on. Um, you know, that's fine. Whatever. And I just want to give a heads up. My friend here doesn't speak any common. Um, he can understand it, sort of, but I speak fully draconic. So if you need to say anything to him, or if you need me to translate what he's saying, I will definitely let you know. All right, and come on. Um, okay, and I'm going to start, I'm going to switch to draconic, and I'm going to say, okay, uh, Hisan, these are the brigands that I was tasked with killing. Um, I've... I don't know if you're listening to that, but I made a deal. If they think we're just traveling, they're going to let us stay the night. Hopefully, you know, they'll be hospitable. Um, and this will probably be able to solve both of our problems at the same time. I like the way you think, Bradley Copper. Okay, uh, just don't speak any common whatsoever. I, I told them you couldn't. I understood the assignment. Okay, just making sure. Both of you can mark a short rest. <sighs> Heal up and all that. Get your get your bardics back. Hell yeah! And I healed for eleven HP. Oh, I think I accidentally took two. But um, can I? I'm just gonna be like, you know, I I I can um uh heal wounds if if either of you need some healing. You're gonna heal them. You're going to heal the women that you may end up fighting? I want to... This is the long con, okay? They need to be... They need to trust me. Um, I'll cast first level healing word on each of them once. Alright, count... Uh, roll them bones. Okay. While he's doing One that... One of them is going to heal for six. The other is going to heal for all uh, for eight. All right. He's doing, what, what were you saying, Holly? While he's doing that, I want to in draconic just <laughs> look at Bradley and say, "I said I liked the way you thought, but I'm questioning your judgment." Look, I'm trying to make it so they. I'm trying to make our story more believable. Okay, if we can get them while they're asleep or something, that would be fucking phenomenal. Okay, I don't mm -hmm. want a big fight. There's probably like twelve of these bastards. Okay. All right, you're following him? Yeah, I'm following. Yeah, yeah we're going to follow him. Ranger's barking. I'm going to try that again. He started losing his mind. I guarantee it was picking up on my audio, even if you guys didn't hear it. You follow them back to their camp, and you see atop an escarpment on the eastern side of the high road stands a crumbling keep with 30-foot high walls supported by a gatehouse, two short towers, and one tall tower more than twice as tall as the keep's walls. There is a large opening in the north wall where the defenses crumbled long ago. One of them, Neri, points out, she says, Yeah, don't try and go through there. We got a pitfall trap. There's lots of snakes in the bottom of the pit. You don't want to fall in the pit. One time, one of our lasses fell in the pit. Oh, by the way, the Chimera crew, holy women. There's no men allowed. Uh, bringing you two lot is a bit odd, but it's fine. 
You okay. see at the walls there are three human women, all uh, lighter armor. They have bows. They look to be scouts. And they one of them calls out and says, Ladies, what we got here? Why are you bringing these fellas back? And Neri says, um, Well, this this bloke's so charming. He just he I just feel compelled to continue to talk to him, and he wants <laughs> to stay tonight. They just need refreshments. Um, they was hunting undead, but now they're not gonna know more. We convinced them. And uh, one of the other another lady yells down to you, and she says, uh, "What's the deal with you then?" You're an ally. Uh, we're we're humble livers. We're humble uh, tribes folk here in the mirror of dead men. Uh, Jeff Johnry's at your service. Uh, I was captured as a child by the lizard folk tribe. Yada yada yada. Uh, essentially, we heard that you know we wanted to stop the undead from uh, harming our tribe. We found out that these undead are yours, and we're gonna you know leave them be. Uh, but we, you know, it's been a couple of days since we've had, you know, a good long rest. So we would like to, you know, spend the night if that's okay. Roll me deception. Okay. That's 19. They nod and uh, one of them says, Right, well, you're going to want to be talking to... Rega, Rega Swarm. She's our leader. And, uh, don't let Ash Breath intimidate you. Modular is Holly Lyons as Hisan. Thorne George as Bradley Copper, and Luke Job as our DM. The story heard today as well as 99% of the characters were created by Wizards of the Coast and can be found in the module Sleeping Dragon's Wake. Holly Lyons is our fantastic editor. Raven Walker does our brand new cover art. Our music today was written and performed by Max Hedman. You can find Max's music anywhere you listen to music. You can follow us on Twitter at ModThePod, join our private Facebook group at the Modular Podcast Fan Club, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the Modular Podcast, and subscribe to us on YouTube at the Modular Podcast. You can email us with any questions about our show at modularthepodcast at gmail.com. Here's a quick shout out to at learnfromthis underscore at thejawsolar at silverspookguy at crithitthegiant and at mistymassey who all follow us on Twitter. Some people call Twitter X. Those people are crazy. If you want a shout out like them, maybe you should follow us on Twitter too. Twitter is where we go to just be rambunctious little guys. You know, that's just what we do. We're crazy over there. Remember that new episodes come out every Tuesday. And until then, thank you for listening to Modular. Modular.